0: Liberty.
1: Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston. Doing the intro by myself right now, but today is a special episode. We weren't able to actually put a full episode together today, but we are doing Dumb Bleep of the Year. That's right. If you listen to the show, you know that on Friday, every single week, we do something called Dumb Bleep of the Week, where the people in our private Discord channel who joined up through locals can go in there and vote on which thing they think was the dumbest of the week. Well, we are doing a Dumb Bleep of the Year, which means we're putting all those things against each other so we can figure out what the absolute dumbest thing was that happened this year. This one. Is a doozy like all of the episodes are sure to be. What we're doing here is we're giving you the clips of us talking about these things so you get the full context of all of them. It's going to be old news, of course, but it's still really important conversation. If you want to get in on the voting action, which will happen before the end of the year, you can join up by going to goodmorningliberty.locals.com, chipping in as little as five bucks a month. And then you can chat live with us and get your votes in. All right. I'm going to get you right into the episode. Thank you. Now, I wasn't going to talk about this, but once I read the tweet responses to it, <laughs> so good, it was worth talking about because at first I was like, okay, I get it. Maxine Waters, she she said these crazy things and everyone was okay with it, and but they're not okay with it when, I get it. They're, they're going back and forth, but the responses
0: are what added
1: this into the bleed. I'm
0: reading right now. This is so, so good.
1: So what happened here was there's a, uh, it's called Cuomo Watch on Twitter. And they said what Maxine Waters said, only this is after it came out that Andrew Cuomo had uh, basically, well, they had basically been lying about how many people died, just like the first story that we talked about. And this person tweeted, If you see anybody from the Cuomo administration in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them that they're not welcome anymore anywhere. Maxine, Cuomo Watch, that was called. (laughs) Okay. Now, I don't know if people literally didn't know what this came from, like if they actually didn't know, which I don't understand how that's possible. Did Maxine Waters delete that tweet? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Well, she said it um, on a, in a bullhorn speech. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So I don't, I don't really know if, uh, if people just didn't know that this had happened because here's some of the retweet responses from people who work inside of the New York city government, New York representatives, people like that. This is from Debbie Rose in response to that tweet. Blue check mark. Blue check mark, Debbie Rose. Really? Did we not learn anything from the Capitol insurrection? <laughs> we must condemn violence and harassment in any form. <laughs> now, this is actually word for word, verbatim, what Maxine Waters had said, and that was the joke. Verbatim's, man. She said it in cursive, even. That was, the, that was the joke, and these people did not get it. They didn't get the joke, and that's why it's so funny. All right, next person. Uh, Jamal T. Bailey. This is more than tone deaf, especially considering what happened in recent days. This is unacceptable and ridiculous. Read the room. I mean, this is a tweet verbatim of the words that Maxine Waters said about, about Trump supporters or people who work in the administration. In the Trump administration. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so let's go on to the next one. Like I said, the responses are what get this into the dumb bleep. Daniel Rosenthal. This is dangerous and unacceptable, especially after what happened in D.C. Every that they got to mention through contract and stipulation stipulates that they mention what happened in D.C. in every single tweet. Yeah. So they got to do that. This is dangerous and unacceptable, especially after what happened in D.C. Encouraging this kind of violence is unacceptable.
0: <laughs> as long as, if it's directed at the wrong person. Yeah. Now, if, you, if you direct this kind of violence at the right person, well, then they deserve it. <laughs> They're deserving of it.
1: I just can't figure out if they if they knew what was happening, of or course if they, they didn't, or if they actually thought that that was a fresh tweet that someone had just it was came fresh. up with. They didn't.
0: They didn't. They had no idea this came from Maxine Waters.
1: <laughs> and then Steve uh, Balone, 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 Balone. <laughs> Democrats and Republicans must denounce this threat of violence against <laughs> our fellow New Yorkers after the Capitol riots. I call on Twitter to ban this account immediately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We will win by banning all these people.
1: So while at first I would have been like, okay, this is a cheesy tweet. I get it. You took exactly what Maxine Waters said. Everyone's heard it. Everyone's talked about it. It's the responses to the tweet from people that makes it funny.
0: Hey, we ended on a great note. (laughs) My blood pressure was pumping. And now, I have all these endorphins Uh. being released. This is the kind of thing that you can't make up. It's just just beautiful.
1: We got to take a break and talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, something preventing you from achieving your goals? I've gone through this before. Charlie's gone through this before. He uses BetterHelp himself. I've gone and talked to counselors before. Sometimes, maybe you're being a little bit too hard on yourself. Maybe there's a different perspective that you need to look out for. Taking care of your mental health is something that is very important and it's also very possible. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you're going to connect in a safe and private online environment so much more convenient than fighting traffic going into the office somewhere you just get on the app and talk to someone you can start talking to them in under 24 hours this is not some self help app this is actual professional counseling you can send a message to your counselor anytime and you're going to get a timely and thoughtful response and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to go to that freaking waiting room better help is committed to giving you great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. If they match you up with someone and you don't like them, you can switch over to someone else. It's more affordable than actually going into the office because you're just doing it over an app. And this is available worldwide. You got expertise in so many different areas. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family, grief, self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. This is very convenient, it's professional, it's affordable because you're doing it through an app instead of going into the office. You can go to the website and check out the testimonials. And by the way, this is not a crisis line. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. There's a reason for that because a lot of people are using this app to get help. If you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener you get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com/gml join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health again that's betterhelp h e l p that's better slash gml okay now uh, let's see where the issues with that might be but first let's say let's see what the tweet said from Bay Guevara. Capitalism consistently prefers that food and medicines go to waste rather than be distributed freely. Capitalism prefers that food and medicines go to waste rather than be distributed freely. Is this vaccine being distributed within capitalism? Is, is that what's happening here? We need to go over what capitalism is. Anyone? Anyone do we need to do that? Now this person got a first off over 60,000 retweets on this thing so far, so far. It's been less than a day since it was tweeted, over 60,000 retweets so far. Now, they obviously got a lot of people telling them that, well, uh, here's a couple problems. One, the states themselves have a lot of rules about who can and who cannot get the vaccine. There are a lot of fines and penalties if you give it to people who aren't in the right brackets that they've decided have to get it. Okay, the hospitals get fined, the doctors can get in big trouble, that a lot of bad things can happen. Okay, we, we just read a New York Times story about this, about how the vaccine is going out so slowly, they talk about New York and how it's been tough, tons, tens of thousands of vaccines have been thrown out because they can't break the rules and they can't find the people that fit inside those brackets. So what ends up happening is they just end up throwing it out. Okay, but this is capitalism's right capitalism prefers that these things go to waste and so he says yes i'm aware that this was not so much about money as it was about strict adherence to a bureaucratic policy but these things are kind of closely related let me read that again let me read it again real quick yes i'm aware that this was not so much about money as it was adherence to the bureaucratic policy but these things are closely related. No, they're not. They're, they're not. Capitalism is not, these two things aren't related. Like you don't have free market capitalism or people are trying to make profit and trying to trade freely for goods and services and exchange value for value and make profit off of that and accrue their evil capital. And you also have the bureaucratic policy telling you who you can and cannot give that to, and that you can't give it away to people before it expires. You have those two things on top of one another. And he says, first off, in his first tweet, he says, capitalism prefers that these things go to waste. And the second one says, yeah, I'm aware that this wasn't about money, okay? And so then a little bit later, still upset, this is two hours later, getting all the hate here on Twitter. It says, remember, rules are rules BS is the same logic used by Nazis who were just following orders. Of course, now he's talked about Nazis. Therefore, anyone who disagrees with him is incorrect and is just in favor of the Holocaust. If you disagree with him, went ahead and used the Nazi reference. So now we've ended the discussion, right? Now it's over. So if... If hospitals are following rules saying that you can't give the vaccine to certain people and you can't just give away the doses because they're about to expire, because they'll get fined by the government, they'll have a lot of issues from the state and probably the federal government since they're controlling this whole thing. But them following the rules is the same logic that the Nazis use. So therefore, um, capitalism, Nazis, we've, we've tied it all together now. Problem solved. It's all tied together now. All right. Now, there is an issue with doing this. I agree. On a personal, moral, individual level, there are doses about to expire and they're not going to be used. They're going to get thrown out. And so you think, well, I might as well use them, right? The issue is what ends up happening is he ends up giving giving some to his wife. Okay. Now, this creates a bad incentive structure. This creates a really bad incentive structure where people don't do everything they can to use the vaccine on all the people that can fit inside of that category. And then there's, at the, uh, at the end of its expiration, there's a bunch of it that's about to expire. And then they say, well, it's about to expire. Let's give it to all the people on my list. We'll just do that. And so you create a bad incentive structure if your goal is to give it to all the people inside of that bracket where people don't try so hard to give it to all the people in that bracket and it's about to expire and then they get to give it to the people that they want to give it to. So you kind of understand where some of these rules would need to be in effect, right? If you are needing to ration this uh, while, it's, while the supplies are still limited, I think you guys have listened long enough to know that I don't like the rationing. Charlie isn't like the rationing. I think that if this were actually inside of a free market we wouldn't need to, I don't think we would need to ration it. I don't think we would need to have all of these rules, okay? But this person clearly has no idea what capitalism is, definitely doesn't know what a free market is, knows that there are bureaucratic rules saying that the that the doctor couldn't do that, and still blames capitalism at the end of the day. And then when people say, well, they were following the rules set forward by the government, they say, well, that's what the Nazis did too. <laughs> Oh, but at least he got all the retweet, the retweets. That's what really matters, right? That's what we're all going for. That's what we're all trying to do. Now attached to this as a as a response on here, let me, let me get this here on the video. Social justice quartermaster. Now this is all going to be part of the same dumb bleep, dumb bleep number four, I don't know a capitalism. Everything I hate is capitalism. That's what it'll be called. Everything I hate is capitalism. So from social justice quartermaster here, on the twitter one of the biggest responses right underneath this say remember supermarkets pour bleach over produce they can't sell to stop the homeless from taking it from the bins capitalism forgi- for forbids you to find value in things that companies cannot themselves that companies can't find value in themselves now i guess i'll just do a uh i don't know if this is a what about or whatever but there are a lot of places around the country where the government literally forbids you to give food to the homeless, okay? There are also, uh, there are also legal liabilities. There, are, there was a case uh, taking away some of the liabilities, I believe, back in the 90s, but there are some legal liabilities when it comes to these uh, stores giving things to the homeless. There are a lot of places that have this illegal because it spreads hepatitis A and, and whatever, whatever, uh, they Mainly, it's because the government wants to be the people helping the homeless and not the, not the companies helping the homeless. And then there's the other problem as well. If you can give away the things. I'm just saying this from experience. I worked at, um, I worked at Olive Garden and Red Lobster and Darden, who owns both of those, had a strict policy that, uh, if so, actually all the, the smaller restaurants I worked at were the same way. If you made something and it was extra, And, you know, someone ended up not needing it. It got made by mistake uh, or it was about to go bad. It had to be thrown away. And that was not just because the people there were evil. It was to stop the workers from uh, making things by accident so they could just give it away to people or so they could take it home because that is what ends up happening. Oh, the cook made too many steaks. Well, we'll just take them home. Well, next day, you're like, hey, cook, can you make too many steaks again? Can you, can you make some mistakes, please, for me? It's pretty good, right? It's a pretty good one. So there are reasons, but then you just go through some of the... the here's, here's some cities off the top of my head. I'm not reading this off a website or anything like that. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama, Columbia, South Carolina, Dallas, Texas, Daytona Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Hayward, California, Houston, Texas, Lake Worth, Florida, Las Vegas, Manchester, um, Medford, Oregon, Myrtle Beach, New York, New York, Olympia, Washington, Orlando, Florida, Pasadena, California, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Raleigh, North Carolina, Salt Lake City, Utah, Shawnee, Oklahoma, Springfield, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri. I don't really need to go through any more of them. Those are bans on feeding the homeless in, in all of those cities. But this is capitalism's fault it's all capital evil evil capitalism's fault supermarkets because they have pure hatred for people who need things just out of the evil inside of their hearts they have so much hatred for people who need things that they they laugh and take tiktok videos while pouring bleach over food that they put in dumpsters right that's that's what they do so this is just people not understanding what capitalism is or what it is that they're actually upset about. Uh, all these people who want the government to control everything then get upset when the government's controlling everything and they don't like what they do. Like the, uh, the Socialist Party here on Twitter. I had to wait to talk about this one all week because I wanted to use it for dumb Leap of the week. The Socialist Party. This is the epitome of not understanding your ideology or the ideology that you're against. This is a story from the BBC and there's a quote from it: "Some NHS is the National Health Service, I believe, in the, the U.K or yeah, over there in, over there across the pond. Some NHS dental patients have been asked to pay for private care if they want any treatment, according to a watchdog, an NHS watchdog. Others are facing waits of up to two years for an NHS appointment Health Watch England has warned. This is from the Socialist Party. And then then a meme. It says, two year wait to see an NHS dentist. And then the person says, capitalism is best. They're in this meme. It's better if you see it on the video. But in this meme, what they're saying is that the NHS is a, a capitalist healthcare system. And so the, the Socialist Party is saying that the NHS is a capitalist healthcare system. So, therefore, what we need is a socialist health healthcare system. That way, people wouldn't have to wait two years to see an, an NHS dentist. <laughs> the NHS is literally a socialist healthcare system. Like, you pay into it with your taxes. And then whenever you need health care, most things are covered. There are still, you can still have private insurance and there's a lot of things that aren't covered. So you still need private insurance for quite a few things. But the fact that people are asking to get private care if they want treatment because the wait times are so long for the socialist healthcare system means that the NHS is a capitalist healthcare system, according to the socialist party. Okay, so the Dumb bleep number four is, everything I hate is capitalism. Joe Scarborough, I know you guys have heard this, okay, but this is our Dumb bleep episode. So, we have to talk about it, because it was very frustrating, and I'm going to try to contain the frustration, but I'm going to do a terrible job. All right, let's see what he had to say.
0: I know there are idiots on other cable news channels that will, will say, well, you know, this mom-and-pop store was vandalized uh, during the summer riots, and that's just as bad as the United States Capitol being vandalized. No, no, actually, no, no, jackass, it's not. <laughs> the Capitol of the United States of America is the center of American democracy. And while I am a fierce believer in people's right to defend their private property, I'm not going to confuse a taco stand with the United States Capitol. I'm not going to confuse the selling of tacos with actually moving through a constitutional process that is laid out in the United States Constitution.
1: I know they're idiots. Okay, so I'm sure uh, a lot of you guys had already seen that, but I wanted to get my thoughts out on it. This is, uh, I don't even know if it's the quiet part out loud anymore because everyone is so blatantly honest about it. Like, it's not a secret that this is how people feel about it. We went through an entire year of businesses having to be boarded up, of places being burnt down, places being vandalized, places being looted, dozens of people being killed in riots. And then we have this other riot, the Capitol riot. Now, remember, we can have a conversation about this and not condone either one of them. I can disagree that both of them happened. Okay, I can disagree with both of them happening. Sorry, not that both of them happened. I can disagree with the motives behind both of them. Okay, but this is how people who have been in power, who are in the government, who are in the Washington circle, the New York circle, this is how they feel about people who own businesses. And it really goes all the way down to this... uh, collectivist socialist private property is wrong type mentality that we are continuing to move closer and closer towards there is no respect for people who have built their own businesses who took their entire life savings who took out massive loans who took really big risks and went out there and built something and then if I can I'll I'll uh, I'll give credit to Dave Smith on this one because I did listen I I did listen, and um, he made a really good point. Off the top of his head, he goes with taco stand. And that was the worst thing he could think of. Like, that was the lowest, most, just lowest on the totem pole, piece of crap business he could think of, was taco stand. Okay? Can you imagine? Can you imagine anyone on other sides deciding this was the lowest thing we can talk about that we just don't care about? that's another insane thing but to say that i'm not going to confuse a taco stand with the united states capital guess what i care more about the businesses that were destroyed i care more about the billions of dollars in property damage that happened over that year i care more about the dozens of people that died in those riots in 2020 okay i care about both of them but if you're going to do a comparison between the two of them it's pretty freaking obvious which one of them were worse but why the reason they think that this is worse is because the capital is their church. The government is their God. Collectivism, government, it, it is literally their God. And what they are upset about is normally the president is their God. And they got really upset when what they perceived as the devil was in control for a while, but now their God's back in control. All right. This is a religion and their temple was desecrated. Okay. That's, that's exactly what happened. To, the, to these people who believe this kind of thing. They don't feel like this when it comes to your house, to your business, to your town being burnt down. They don't care. This is the capital, man. This is the United States capital. We do so many great things in this building. Ugh. No, I can't go with that. Sorry, I can't go with that idea. But you know what I mean? Like, it's their temple. This is their church. It's the it's the church of control and the church of collectivism and the church of socialism. And it was desecrated. They don't care about your lowly business. And then to add into that, I got another just really dumb response to this. There's just a, here's someone saying that they don't have any issue with what he said at all. And I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why they don't have an issue with it. This is from Cindy Moreland on Twitter. Don't see the controversy in what Joe is saying. Destruction of personal property is terrible and illegal and should be punished. No question. But it is not comparable to a bloody government insurrection. It's just not. Now, this is a person who literally only watches MSNBC or CNN. I can tell you that. Now, I don't I don't watch either one of them. I, I really don't. So I don't know what things you see that are different than what you see on other channels, but there's no, it's not comparable to a bloody government insurrection. Dozens of people being murdered. I mean, dozens, I mean, there's at least two dozen, up to three dozen. So I can say dozens, okay, 20 or 30 something people, being murdered or killed some kind of way in these riots. Tons of police officers being injured. Who knows how many more people being injured? Billions of dollars in property damage. Building after building being looted or burned down. But it's not comparable to the government insurrection. It's just not comparable. Yeah, guess what? It it is comparable. It's literally comparable. There's, a, there's an amount of people that died, okay? Those are comparable numbers, how many people died. There's an amount of property destruction that took place, okay? That's a comparable number that we can look at. So yeah, it's a, it absolutely is comparable. What's not comparable are the emotions that she felt about it. That's what's not comparable. But you can compare the actual facts of what happened, definitely. And the riots that occurred over 2020 were way more deadly than the Capitol riots, okay? I don't like the fact that people died at the capital rights either. I don't like that there was property destroyed, but man, it is comparable. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to excuse either one of them. I'm not trying to say that either one of them are okay. They are comparable though. And if you actually compare them, guess what you
0: come up with? So what they're doing is, uh, has an extra perk. This package has an extra perk for federal workers. Enhanced. Enhanced. Paid time off. If your child is enrolled in a school that isn't back to full time in classroom instruction, <laughs> critics call it a personal bailout for, for bureaucrats. Yeah, really? It is funded through a new $570 million family leave account exclusively for federal workers. They set up their own account <laughs> buried on page three Oh five of the house bill released late last Friday night included after the bailout details for states and localities is a new Treasury Department fund called the Emergency Federal Employee Leave Fund. $570 million in the new fund is available through September 30th. Federal employees caring for others due to COVID-19 are eligible for paid leave. Among those eligible are those who are unable to work because they are caring for school-aged children, not physically in school full-time, due to the COVID-19 precautions. Never mind all the other parents that are suffering with the exact same thing. The new fund allows a federal employee caring uh caring for a son or daughter, well I guess if you have a trans kid.
1: That's you're not going to be included.
0: You're not going to be included. Yeah. Uh, under the bill as currently drafted, full-time federal employees can take up to 600 hours in paid leave until September 30 uh September 30th up to $35 an hour and $1400 a week. That's 15 weeks for for a 40-hour employee, part-time and seasonal employees are eligible too with equivalent hours established by their agency. Those of y'all that work for the government, congratulations.
1: Isn't, it, isn't that special that it's, the people who work for the government get this 15 weeks of paid leave if they're taking care of their kid that the government won't let go to school?
0: To the government school.
1: <laughs> to the government school. Isn't that awesome? This
0: <laughs> Grizz says we should just pay them all twenty two thousand dollars to leave for
1: good. <laughs> I would. I we talked about just having a buyout someday, just that's, a buyout.
0: That's a better uh,
1: use. <clears throat> yeah, that is. Um, and uh, Joe, you're right. Is this really a dumb bleep? Because this is literally this is what the government does all the time. You can do a dumb bleep for every single thing in there. The dumbest part of this was one the non-PC nature of in quotations verbatim saying that it's going to help people that are caring for a son or a daughter in 2021. I cannot believe this egregious language inside of the bill. mm -hmm. I don't even know that whoever, whoever put this forward is going to be kicked out of office. They're going to be impeached Mm -hmm. for this kind of mess. How do you know you have a son or a daughter? And then the other thing is you're you and your kids and your grandkids are going to pay these people to be at home, because the other people that you're paying for won't go to work and do their job. So you're paying for someone who won't go do their job, and so the kids have to be home, and then you're also gonna pay the other people to take care. You're paying at least two people to take care of your kid every day, by force, <laughs> at least. It's crazy, man. So not, but now they're getting bailed out. Yeah, man. So. Insane, insanier. Dumb bleep number three. Of course, all that stuff was crazy, and it's going to be really hard to whittle it down to one final dumbble, but we will do it. And if you want to vote, go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com, chip in as little as five bucks a month, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you have the time. Actually, even if you don't have the time, just make the time because it's super important. The algorithms determine everything. So go and do that. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell the children. If you do all those things, we'll be right back here again tomorrow. Until then, have a good day and a good morning. Liberty.